0: Hey, Chris Manning here for Locked on Cavs. Coming up on today's show, uh, it's a little dive into the Wubble, the WNBA. Um, I'll give you an insight into that and what's going on there. Um, We'll have, obviously, double episode Friday here with this and with the latest episode of the Vintage Cavs Book Club. So check those out. Thanks for listening. And and here's today's episode, All Under the Wubble, with Katie Davidson and then Jeff Nomina.
1: You are locked on Cavaliers. Your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Cleveland Cavaliers select Darius Garland from Vanderbilt University. My, my, my. This call, the Kevin Love Show. Ariari, he's got Xbox
0: on him today. the Q On the blue box. He put him in some Samantha Boots, Collin Sexton for two. you. I'm very excited to go into the wobble now. Katie Davidson from The Next is with us. Katie, what's up?
1: Not a lot. I am just enjoying uh, quarantine life, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's uh, What's been your, do you have any like movies, TV, anything you've read that is like popped for you during quarantine?
1: Yeah, I haven't really watched a ton of um shows or movies that much um I've started like 17 books it feels like since I finished one but that's about it so
0: that's normal for me it's just like (laughs) I'll start a book and then like you don't get all the way into it and you're just like oh well I'll get back to this eventually for sure yeah all right so yeah so let's talk about the WBA. um you cover this league very closely follow much closer than I do but so I want to start with what is you for you the biggest story of the season so far if there is one thing that you're just like this is the thing i feel like is the biggest thing what is it
1: hmm, That's. i mean that's it's tough because like i feel like it's hard to overreact to a lot of stuff because yeah um there hasn't been a lot of games yet but you're also like okay there's only 22 games of this regular season so it's hard to find a balance between not overreacting but also taking it all in. But I think um, right now I'm just been so impressed with Seattle and like how strong Stewie has come back um, after her injury and missing the 2019 year. So I think just there and like not having Dan Hughes in the bubble with the, or in the wobble with them, um, just how they've performed and been pretty consistent aside from one loss to um, Washington. I think they have been um, the story of this season, but again, it's, it's early, but it's, we're like already a yeah. way through. So it's hard to tell.
0: But. Yeah. It's not early when there's like very, it's just going to go really, really fast. Um, right. I think you're right about that just because Brianna Stewart coming back from an Achilles injury and playing like the best player in the world is absurd. Like, and I know that she played overseas and like there was the, the tape on that was like really encouraging, but for her to, like, come back from that and just basically be the same player is crazy. Um, and having Jordan Canada as a backup point guard is just, like, the biggest advantage I feel like they could have just having that quality. Like, she's probably, what, a top six point guard in the league? Top five, cool. something like that. And, true, yeah. and she's two birds backup, and that's just, that's absurd.
1: Yeah. This, I mean, these reserves, like, a lot of them, or a few of them were starters last year, and, like, Natasha Howard hasn't had a huge season this year, but, like, she doesn't need to. And where last year she kind of, like, helped carry them to the playoffs. And this was a playoff team without Superd and Brianna Stewart last year. So, I don't know. They've been really fun to watch. And Stewie just looks like, one, she never looks tired. And she can just, like, drain threes, like, it effortlessly. So, they've been really fun to watch this year.
0: I feel like they have to, I just look at them and just thinking about like, you, you assume Sue bird will just be Sue bird when it matters, like Stuart being what she is and everything else. I just like, they kind of have to be favorites. Um, and that's, and honestly, it, it's kind of crazy that like, they just don't have their head coach right now. Um, like that's weird. Um, notably, I just want to, as an actual Cleveland link, it's, he was the last coach of the Cleveland rockers. Um, which is, you know, uh, bring him back, bring back the rockers. But it's just funny that like he is still going strong. A native of Ohio, everything I got, but he's just not in the wobble, and that's like got to be hard for any team to just manage, considering like of and, and how much of a presence he is and all that stuff. And like he's been there for for a couple of years, and it was obviously just has a long track record of being a successful head coach in the NBA. And It's just like weird to think like he's not there and they're just this good anyway.
1: Right, and it's got to be so weird for him like watching his team from afar, but um, awesome that they've been this successful.
0: My first one I want to mention is just I feel like the Sabrina Inescu experience is just um, inextricably tied to the season, number one, because of her profile coming into the league and everything like that. But her being injured so early, uh, and she's on a really bad team, probably the worst team in the league. They they don't win a game until after, sure, not that that's like – her thing that that's yeah. not what it is but like she was being i think rightly pushed in a lot of ways and how many national tv games and stuff they had um and it's her absence like feels notable to me just from the sense that like she felt like it felt like she was someone that was driving a lot of interest and not like there's a, a ton of notable names missing elena deladon liz Cambage, obviously kelsey plum tore her achilles like there's a ton of notable names but her leaving in the middle of the bubble feels just like a huge blow to even if they were not going to matter like her being around just kind of made things more fun.
1: Oh for sure like everyone wanted to see Sabrina's rookie year and like the league for WNBA and NBA is so much better when New York is competitive and like I mean it's been a while since the Knicks were competitive and um, it's just the NBA is so much more fun to watch when a big franchise like that is um, good but the same goes for Liberty this year so I mean that that was obviously disappointing and like Walt Hopkins is their new head coach first year head coach and he was um Link's assistant coach last year and just like one of the nicest guys um so that was really hard to see for his team especially as a first year head coach and kind of navigating that um I don't know, Sabrina, I saw some like Bleacher Report thing she did like right after where she was talking about like food she missed while she was in the bubble, and she just like handled it so well. Um, It's really amazing. Um, I guess my takeaway was that like I do not wish this injury on her. I wish this would never have happened, but it also has um, forced people to shed more light on rookies like Kennedy Carter, who has been amazing so far and just like has absolutely no hesitancy is just balling. Satu Sabali, she's been great. Um, I don't know. It's, it sucks for New York and Sabrina, like just the fact that she didn't get a March Madness tournament her senior year. um, And now it's this, uh, it's, I don't know how to put it into words. It's just awful.
0: Do you feel like this is kind of a sidebar, but do you feel like the, the the quality of the league and the the, the the depth of player, like the quality number of players is enough where like you could have a couple more teams or I mean, is it, is it there? I feel like it's there.
1: Oh, I think so too. Okay. Like you're seeing players step up when these injuries are happening or um, when people are opting out of the season and like for one, like Bridget Carlton, um, for the Lynx, she just had a 25 point game um, on Friday against Indiana. And like she was waived at the beginning of the 2019 season and played a little bit for the Lynx towards the end of the year when they picked her up. But like if Kareem or christmas Kelly, Shanice Johnson, Odyssey Sims doesn't come late to the wobble with the Lynx, like Bridget Carlton may not log any minutes this year. Um, so I don't know. It's it's been really fun to see players stepping up um, when they've been granted an opportunity like that. But I definitely think there's room for expansion.
0: Do you? What what is your next thing you've been really paying attention to so far?
1: Um, I have been working on this like league-wide story that uh, is past what I said my original deadline was going to be. But I've been focusing a lot on just how teams are handling playing every other day. And like, you don't get a lot of rest. You don't get a lot of practice time, which is huge for um, young teams like Dallas and New York. And just, and then all the mental, like just how taxing it's gotta be mentally to get over a game so quickly and then start preparing for the next one, Um, especially for rookies who have never been through this before. So that I'm working on a bigger story like that. But I don't know, I like I feel drained as a reporter, trying to keep up with everything that's happening when there's so many games playing, being played. And I don't know how coaches and players are doing it right now. Like, especially with everything that's going on in the world too. like, it's got to be so draining, but um, they're handling as best as possible. So
0: RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. RockAuto has everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can find all the parts you need for your vehicle and choose based on brand specifications and the prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably below and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Evan, my co-host, can tell you this because he saved a bunch of money by buying his air conditioning unit through Rock Auto and it was significantly less expensive than going through his repair guy. Right now, if you go to Rock Auto, you can see all the parts they have available for your car or truck, right locked on, and how did you hear about us box, so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Again, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you, and thank them for supporting us. Guys, Built Bar is the best tasting print tomorrow ever, and they are back. The new improved Build Bar is even deliciouser. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors that are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. And, and there's also the, all the additional original flavors, including peanut butter brownie, raspberry, German chocolate, banana bread, and a whole bunch more. If you are listening for the first time, just hang right built bars. These are healthy bars that are great for the health conscious guy. They have great low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber macros for your diet and example peanut butter has 19 grams of protein 180 calories with just five grams of sugar and five net carbs and the new cookies and cream has 17 grams of protein 130 calories four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs right now you get a free cooler with purchase wasp supplies last you should get that on this as fast as possible and and if you go to Billbar.com, use promo code lockdown, you'll get $10 off for next order. Again, promo code lockdown at BillBar.com. Yeah, especially because I think they are a number of the players, um, as I'm sure people know, like have been doing work that is bigger than the sport. Like they've been, um, I would say, much more out there in terms of social justice, (laughs) NBA players, frankly, like they're just actually like walking the walk a little bit more. And that, that takes something like that is not something you just passively do. Um, They deserve, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. Like every player that is doing that deserves a lot of credit for that. And and then playing every other day and, and rehabbing. And like, I I don't know how the, the living circumstances have sort of ended up settling out, but I know like when they entered the wobble, like there was a lot of, like this is not the nicest thing in the world as compared to like what our NBA brethren have gotten in Orlando. Um, I don't know how that is ultimately settled out. I don't think there's been like necessarily the same kind of complaints at fair complaints that there were at the beginning. But um, it's it's just interesting to consider that like it is such a grind. And I mean, you know, you wonder about injuries. You want, I mean, soft tissue injuries are one of the concerns for any sport coming back right after these long layoffs. And you would hope that you know we hopefully don't see like any significant, you know. Achilles injuries ACL injuries or anything like that from from some of the top players and you know we've had there have been some injuries Diana Tarasi, I'm a little banged up in obviously but you hopefully you don't get anything crazy considering the condensed nature of the schedule.
1: Yeah, no, I, I just feel like because we're already talking about this. What is it week two week three almost and. Um, that's been something I've asked coaches to just um, like do you feel like this is sustainable for seven weeks and <laughs> most of them are just like well I guess it has to be like we don't have another choice we have to make it work but um, coach Reeve Cheryl Reeve for the Minnesota Lynx she brought that up um, because like Sylvia Fowles has um, been a late scratch two of the last three Lynx games and it's just a calf injury but like Why would you take any risk with a star player like that when you know that you're going to need her um, towards the end of the season? But I don't know. It's just so weird how to balance minutes too. And also you can't like dig yourself a hole by not playing players and then losing games early on. But I don't know. It's just, I'm perplexed with all of it. So I have no idea what they're doing.
0: I, I I would love to just know what like the the foam rolling routine is like like what the like drop the drop the rehab routine like just give it to me because like I am significantly less athletic than any of these women but like I I could use the advice. Um, the other thing I guess I just want to ask you about here is is the links you cover this team primarily. What what is their season like? Obviously, they you know Maya Moore is still out there doing much more important work. Um, but you know, they obviously enters the bubble late and everything like that. What, what has their season been in your mind so far?
1: Um, it's hard now because they just lost by 16 today to the Sparks without, without Sylvia Falls playing, but they're five and two right now. And I think that's a lot better start than anyone, um, predicted them to get off to I think five and two before the, before today's games, they were five and one and that had them, um, just behind this storm who had a six and one record but I don't know I feel like their schedule the start of their schedule is a little bit easier too they played um, Connecticut twice and New York once and Connecticut and New York both started zero and five so you have to take that into consideration but they've had a lot of players um, just step up like I was talking about before like Bridget Carlton Crystal Dangerfield has looked awesome as a rookie um, really poised but I don't know, it's really, like, like maybe this is a cop-out, but I just feel like it's so hard to tell where they're at right now. Um, I feel like Nafisa Collier and Demir Santos have gotten off to a little bit slower start than we had expected. I thought those two, along with Sylvia Fowles, of course, would be kind of the leaders of this team, and they have been, but just as far as scoring-wise um, and making the most direct impact. But we've seen players step up, like I said, Bridget Carlton, um, Crystal Dangerfield, and then Lexi Brown um, has been great. Today was a little bit quieter for her, but uh, she had two big games against New York and Indiana. But I don't know. It's really hard to rule out the links ever because Cheryl Reeve is such a brilliant coach and general manager. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm talking in circles now. But
0: No, I, I, I understand it. I very much I understand think- it
1: depth is such a huge thing this year and today their bench, um, had five points total, uh, from one player, but if they continue to have players who are stepping up and having 20 point games that make things easier for Sylvia Fowles, the Collier, Demir Stantes, then I feel like they can go far in the playoffs.
0: How weird was it to see someone Augustus playing for the Sparks against the Lynx?
1: Yeah, that was, it was really weird. And, um, I I mean, Simone is having a tremendous year. Like I, I will be completely honest. I was working for the team when, um, for the Lynx when she signed with LA and I was shocked one, but I was also like, all right, it's really sad. Like that Simone can't end her career in Minnesota, but like her 2019 year was not great. Um, she's past her prime, whatever. And now she's coming off the bench and just being huge for LA. And it's great to see for her. Um, I just wish it would have worked out in Minnesota. But
0: as someone who even like doesn't follow didn't follow the team as close here, no, like the kind of took me some reading once that news happened to kind of fully understand how long she'd been there and her impact there. Like it, it was, you've just still struck me as like so. Weird. Um, I can't even like. I'm trying to even think of like a NBA like comp. I, I really can't off yeah. of the top of my head. Like I just can't.
1: No, and Sh- Simone was there before like Cheryl Reeve, Lindsay Whalen, and before they were this dynasty. And she stuck it out and went through some like pretty debilitating injuries that you would think would rock a career of um the average player, but she came back, had a huge 2011 year. Um, When they won, she was MVP of the finals. So, I don't know. Simone has just been, like, as we were seeing Maya Moore, Rebecca Brunson, Lindsey Whalen leave the team or retire, um, Simone was always there. So, just (laughs) to have her not be a part of the team this year has been really weird. But it's so weird that that's been such a small – narrative and headline for this team compared to everything else that's going on but then you just had to reflect on it this weekend when they played each other but
0: yeah um W&B is great i'm i think this season has been incredibly fun i mean there's a ton of stuff we didn't talk about like the mystics being really good which is kind of crazy considering like that i'm not there tina charles isn't there like there's a whole bunch of uh, other players that just aren't there for that team it's just been a really crazy season. Um, but I'm going to we'll wrap up kind of just doing one quick NBA thing. You also, you were all, A, you're a member of Andrew Wiggins Island, which <laughs> congrats, congratulations. I don't, I don't, I, I don't envy I you for that's that.
1: that's the first time I've ever been congratulated for Look,
0: that. Look, I, I still have, my, my condo on Waders Island has been like ravaged <laughs> by multiple hurricanes. So like I like I, I relate. But um, the Wolves obviously, like the Cavs, are not in Orlando it doesn't seem like we're going to see a second bubble. There's like that report that was out there about them maybe going to Orlando, which struck me as kind of weird. Do you have interest in seeing the Wolves like before whenever next season would be? Um, the Wolves obviously have – there's a little more there considering what happened with Carlton Towns. Um, but do you have interest in seeing them in some capacity before next season?
1: this is maybe not the take you were expecting but absolutely not like i know
0: i I agree i i agree with you i don't need it like let's just like let's just like not do this we don't have to do this
1: like i am i may still be employed employed by the timberwolves and lynx had there been a second bubble and the wolves were actually playing games but like i just see king's twitter i just tweeted this yesterday or sometime the last couple days but like I'm kind of disappointed that I won't watch Timberwolves basketball until December at the earliest, but then I scroll through, like, King's Twitter and see them, like, how upset they are, and I'm like, I do not need that added stress to 2020. But I don't know. I just – the bubble and the wubble, it sounds like, for the most part, they've all been pretty safe and, like, the best way to handle sports in a pandemic. But I just – I really don't think it's worth it, especially with injuries. I know it's going to suck with, like – it's going to be so different for this rookie class coming in, barely having time with um, these teams, at least compared to a typical off season. But I just, I really don't think a second bubble would have been worth it. But, no, I,
0: you know. I, I'm extremely with you, just because um, the logistics of it just seem crazy. Um, yeah. fe- the feasibility seems crazy. I like. It's the and when you have like the Knicks being like we don't want to do this and the Warriors being like we don't really want to do this, it's sort of hard to imagine how you do it. I'm I if if it's gonna happen, I think like regional training camps would make sense. But like I, I Evan and my co host and I keep talking about this. Like before they did any of this, and I know like it seemed the reporting indicates the wolves were like we could host this and stuff like that. I just would love to know, like, to get a Carl on Anthony Towns interview about this. Because yeah. he is the NBA player. And his privacy obviously comes and his right to privacy comes before like us kind of knowing what he thinks, but I just would wonder like what he thinks of this. And, you know, obviously there's been some players that have said some things about masks and in COVID that are a little nutty and obviously go against um, what he has experienced, but I would love to know his thoughts. And just kind of would like, would he want to do this because he would have more reason to be skeptical than anyone in the entire NBA.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I had to write like a roster review for Kat um, at the end of the season or when they announced that the Wolves wouldn't be coming back. And I just, I don't even know how to like put him into words basketball wise because of what he's gone through this off season. I have no idea how he's even um, thinking about the upcoming season and whatnot, but I don't know. It's, I feel like, I can't speak for Carl Anthony Towns. I was just going to say, I no, feel right. like you want to be with his team and like being able to have this time to um, grow with Russell and Malik Beasley, Juancho, Hern- Hernan Gomez, who, who knows if they're going to resign him and whatnot, but um, I don't know. It's just such a weird time for Cat. Like, it's so, so hard to think about what he's probably going through right now.
0: Yeah. Um, last thing: Are you still? Do you still own your your condo or your your beach house on on Wiggins Island? Or what's the status?
1: Oh yes, we will be starting our Wiggins um, Most Improved Player campaign uh, the, before the twenty twenty one season even starts. So he's gonna be. It's gonna be great with uh, him, Steph, and Clay all back
0: big real big three it's not draymond it's the (laughs) stuff glade wiggins big three in gold state you love you love to see it uh katie thanks so much for coming on just give everyone a plug about where they can find you on social and and where they can find your work
1: yeah you can uh read what i write at the next and you can follow me on twitter at by katie davidson
0: please give her a follow ton of great WNBA coverage from there um ton of Great stuff at The Next as well. That's a, a great, great outlet if you want to learn about NBA and, and get a whole bunch of information about everything going on in the Wubble. Um, but for this episode of Lockdown Cavs, I'm Chris Manning. Thanks for listening. All right, I'm very excited now to be joined by the great sports nom, Jeff. What's up, buddy?
2: Not much. Um, I feel like before we get started, we have, to, we have to come to terms with the fact that I said folklore was trash, and you're, you're pretty upset with me. You know, um, I can't be upset with you for very long. I it's not trash. I, it's not. You, you pressed me on it. I listened to it a couple more dozen times. It's not trash. It's not bad. I just, it's not, it's not my favorite.
0: You know, it's, uh, the Bonnie Iver song is the jam.
2: Yeah, so I feel like every time I bring up that I didn't like the album that much, like, yeah, but what about that song? Like, okay, but. it is too long
0: it is too long an hour is like way too long it's a long long time it's give me like the the pusher t comes in drops a 24 minute album and he's out just give me that i don't need an hour i don't have an hour
2: yeah i'm never just sitting around for an hour listening to one album
0: no i who has time you know like i have like no time and you're a father and you literally have no time
2: but when it comes to, to pop music, I have too much time. There, there's too much pop music in my life. I need, actually need less of that. Okay, that's <laughs> fair, use that's fair. It's fair. 10% it's of fair. the pop music I'm getting.
0: What is, uh do you, is it children's movie overload or pop music overload that's more of a problem?
2: Oh, children's movie. Right now, um, they give me the soundtracks of movies, especially oh, like no. Disney Channel movies. Um, but right now they're in a Hamilton soundtrack phase, okay. which that's started out like, cool. okay, I can do this. But yeah. then like a couple hundred times in, It gets a little old. Sometimes sometimes you need a break.
0: Yeah, like the the 900th time you've heard, like, dear Theodosia, you're just like, look, I'm cried out. I'm good.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: I'm good here. Um, Let's talk about something happier. You and I, uh, among some of our other Twitter friends, are in a little chat talking about the WNBA. Um, You, I think, correctly picked a very good team in Seattle Storm. I just want you to pitch why people should just start watching the Seattle storm and watching the baby in general, but why the storm, um, is, there's a lot of very obvious reasons and they're really, really good. But why, 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 what are you enjoying about the storm?
2: So I'll be honest, when I first picked the storm, it was last year at the beginning and Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart, who are kind of the big names on the team, Sue Bird being you know, one of the most famous WNBA players and Brianna Stewart, the final or the MVP finals, MVP, you know, just all around amazing player. Um, we both out. But they just, they're still loaded. They have so many um, fun players. They have a couple of good guards, and Joel Lloyd and, and Jordan Canada that just fly up and down the court and uh, are, are super aggressive. They have a couple uh, Sammy Wickham and Alicia Clark who aren't scared to just launch constantly threes. So they play a very um, smart brand of basketball. There's, it's pass heavy, there's a lot of threes, but they also have the individual players that can just kind of go and get you a bucket when you need it. And I, I feel like I'm describing like the, 17 and 18 warriors right now. So I kind of feel gross, but um, it's very much kind of like that. They've got the guards that are, that can shoot and and pass. And they've got um, just the elite, you know, go get a bucket when you need it. And Brianna Stewart and stuff. So they're just a very fun team. Alicia Clark is like literally the the perfect basketball role player. Like if you create someone in a lab, it would be her. And it is so much fun to watch her play.
0: Jordan Canada as a backup point guard is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, she's had two highlights this year already that I think went more viral than I can remember. Like any WNBA highlight in the you know two or three years ago that I've kind of been paying attention. For. She had that behind the back Kyrie looking uh, yep. play to split the double team or to split you know when the the big was coming up on the pick and roll, and and then she had that cross court pass on the fast break last week that was incredible. So I think I, she's been like the highlight reel all season. It's been really fun.
0: They are um, just. I think loaded top to bottom, obviously super to Bird, but you have Canada. I mean, Brianna Stewart being what she is after the Achilles tear is kind of incredible. Like that. It like, it's, it's one of the, probably the the best sports stories and it just isn't talked
2: about a ton. Um, yeah, she looks amazing. I mean, she is just coming out on fire. Um, and I was pretty worried about that because that's a major yeah. injury. Um, and she didn't have a ton of time, but I think she played a couple of games with her team in Russia before the season, but only a handful before COVID really hit. And then, uh, so I wasn't sure what to expect, but she has just been dominant. I mean, they just look – they look unstoppable. And I feel sort of yeah. bad for being a bandwagon and picking the Storm, but at the same time, I'm a Cleveland sports fan, so it doesn't feel that bad. No, you know, I like, – I'm going to allow myself this one.
0: I, I think it's like a good pick between like, you know, a friend of Carol like picking the Aces, um, just picking it, like picking teams that are not – garbage is like i think a a very healthy decision when you grow up in the cleveland ecosystem like if you had picked if you had been like me and picked the liberty and you were watching like them and then sabrina gets hurt and then you also have the indians just not being able to literally hit a baseball for more than like one game in a row i don't know what i would be doing um like what like you your whole your whole like sports ecosystem would just be like absolutely like crumbling and at the very least you have a team that like probably if they're not the favorite are like one of the two favorites to win the title. And it's even crazier because like their head coach, uh, Dan Hughes from Ohio um, was the last coach of the rockers. Funnily enough, is not with them. And it's just like, okay, we're still going to be really good because our talent level is, is absurd. And we're just, we're like wrecking most teams we play. It's kind of crazy.
2: And I'm interested to see if this translates in the uh, NBA as well. And I don't know if I count these, you know, kind of warm up games that the NBA is doing for the playoffs, but um, they've been together. For quite a while, you know, they were returning all their starters. They didn't really have any opt-outs, uh, and that team had won a title that had been dominant. They knew each other really well, and so they're kind of coming in with an advantage where the WNBA really had a pretty seismic offseason where a ton of really big stars changed hands. Super teams were created or reformed, and uh, it, was, it was pretty crazy. So they're kind of coming in all knowing each other, knowing exactly how to play, and I don't think the other teams – kind of have that advantage and I'm kind of interested to see how that goes in the NBA too where teams have been together a little bit longer if that helps them have less of a kind of weird feeling out period where they've all been away for so long it's kind of hard to remember the tendencies and I think that's been a big advantage
0: yeah like as we're recording this they're playing they're on like a middle of an eight zero run they're up 46 to 28 at the half like this team is just um ridiculous I, I think like for for me it's like them or the aces or if i was gonna or i guess the sky too because sky aces at the beginning of this was wild but i'm thinking about like if i was gonna we were gonna get people to to do i think the smart thing and enjoy this and start watching it the storm i think are probably the easy pick of the team to just start watching up because you have stewie you have Canada bird and all these other great players i and i'm also just like elite elite color scheme elite color scheme
2: Oh yeah, and like the kind of cartoonish looking, like very Sonic's looking logo with the storm. Like they they got a lot going on there. I like it.
0: Okay, so let's their talk social about, media yeah. is pretty
2: great too. They had yes. a, they had a between two. Or what was it? Sue Bird did all these like weird uh, Zach Galifianakis type like talk show bits where it was just her head talking to people and stuff. It was pretty amazing. So they they really go all out. It's it's pretty weird and fun.
0: I'm pro like the all of the WNBA. Um. Shenan- like just shenanigans. I'm um, all like all the social media accounts, like the Aces account, um, is you know trolls, um, <laughs> uh, Matt Allen talking a ton, and like all these these accounts are just having a lot of fun, and you do get this sense. It's something that I really miss. Um, I think in NBA coverage right now, and you tell me, and I say this as someone who like could probably could do more to change that, but I feel like when you read the coverage of WNBA, whether it's in from you know like in the next or like at Hypo Hoops or um anywhere really, you get really like you feel like you're actually like hearing the people talk because they're they're being very authentic and I don't always feel like we're getting that when we're like when I'm hearing Darius Garland speak post game or like anything like that I feel like you're getting real authentic stuff with it and maybe and that's I think that makes it like a really fun league to follow and it's it's frankly like an underrated reason I think to to get into league just because I feel like you do get a better read on on who these people are and and all those things that they're doing to kind of um, not just play high basketball but also like advocate for social change in the way they have like it just feels so authentic and raw in a way that i don't think you get with everything else
2: yeah and i think and it, it kind of is on both ends of the spectrum with it it's, it's good because you get to know the players and the league a lot better and on a little bit more personal level there's less you know just kind of pr speak but they also talk like way more trash like i feel like there's more rivalries and there's more uh bad blood between teams than maybe what you see in the nba like tonight i know everybody's freaking out about jimmy butler versus tj warren but i feel like that's that's fairly common. You know, Liz Cambage is going to talk so much trash and get everybody hating her by the end of the playoff series that uh, you you get a little bit more of that bad blood and you get some of those rivalries and you get some of that trash talk. That's really fun. So I I think it's, you know, it's good on the good side. You get to, you get to really know players and, and their personalities and the fun parts, but also you get to see them talk some trash and get a little personality on that side of things too. I miss Cambage. Oh God. She would be perfect for this. She'd just be locked up in the, Bubble putting out social content all the time. It would be, it would have been amazing. She would have been you would be able to hear her talking trash on the court. I mean, it would have just been it would have been beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um. Her and Asia Wilson in the bubble it was just, would have just been incredible. Um. We'll wrap it up kind of on uh-huh. one Cleveland thing here. The cat, the Rockers, obviously went away in 03 I was not old enough then, and like to really have followed them. I know, kind of going back and reading about it, they were. The gun Gordon Gunn basically just didn't want a financial support anymore, couldn't find a buyer. This is two years before Dan Gilbert, who is significantly richer than Gordon Gunn and is even richer now. Um, <laughs> just insanely wealthy man, second richest owner in the NBA, uh, top 40 rich person in the world now, just for people out there. Too. It's a, literally absurd how much money Dan Gilbert has. They go away. One of the few NBA WB franchises twofold. It seems like from when you read about it, the talent level is there. I, I personally don't know if Cleveland is like the city they would go to in Ohio. I think it would be really interesting if they did. I think the infrastructure is there, and I hope they would look at it. I have, a, I have this weird kind of inclination that they might do like a Columbus thing um, for a variety of reasons, but I, I would love to bring it back. And I don't know if the Rockers is the right name or anything, but I, I'm, I'm all in on let's bring back – the movie. I think it would be really good in the summer, even if you have the, the baseball club. You have them, like, I don't, I, the queue just sits there, or the Rock and Mortgage Fuse House just sits there a lot of the time. Let, let's put something in there, and I think that would be a great thing.
2: I think it's also a, a low-key kind of a basketball town. Like, I think yeah. things shifted during the LeBron era, where people in this town, I, I always say this um, when I'm talking Indians. I know it's always a joke that I talk Indians tenants too much, but I never hear just Clevelanders sitting around talking about two, like, the random baseball game that was on the night before that didn't have the Indians in it. But I hear them, like, talk about basketball, and if you're at the bar, like, Talking to some random person about sports, like they could, they have a basic level of knowledge of the NBA that's, that's pretty high. Um, so I I do kind of think that the city would get behind it. I think it's a it's a basketball town at this point, and, and people enjoy the sport, and and you could find a pretty decent level following. And like you said, the infrastructure is there. Put them in the queue. You need to find reasons to use that building, right? And it, it's a beautiful building it's downtown. I mean, I I think it would be awesome. And do it. Do the rockers. The color scheme, the logos, the everything is great. Just keep bringing them back.
0: Yeah, the I know we're
2: all sick of the rock and roll thing, but they were it, pretty cool.
0: No, it's cool. Like it's I don't know what else you would do. Like there's not like an obvious like kind of name you'd go to. Um I mean I even you spider.
2: You don't want to do spiders?
0: I'm out I'm <laughs> out on this. I'm give me the Cleveland baseball club. Like that's where I that's where I'm at with that. Um, uh, do the rockers, like update the logo so it's a little cleaner and like doesn't have that like kind of like like even if you go back and find like the merch, the limit amount of merch or, or anything that's on eBay for them, like it's not all that good. Like it needs like a, a major refresh, but I love the color scheme. Um, if you're talking about like partners, like find like if, cause you would do the sponsorship thing, which all the most, I think every team has like a a sponsor in some capacity. A lot of them have, I think the the front jersey sponsor still you like get the Cleveland clinic to do it. You know, like you have this mega, like it can't be as expensive as like the little Goodyear thing you have on the cabs jersey, like get a big corporate sponsor Go go like like get your T season ticket holders and kind of loop them in with it, and give them to get them a deal on tickets if they add it to their package. And look, I they get the talent level, and you you get you know maybe it involves like doing some Ohio State stuff to like to bring those kind of players in and draw and tap into that Buckeye craziness And But I think you could do it really really well and, and market it really well, even if it's not you know exactly the, the same kind of thing as you would get with the Cavs or, or the Indians when they're, like, at their absolute best. I think it could be a really, really big thing this summer. And I do think you're, you're on to something with the basketball town. I don't think that always shows up in, you know, how um, the Cavs are talked about in our, uh, among, like, the 92-3s the and the plain dealers or the Cleveland.coms of the world and stuff. I don't think that shows up, but I do think among fans, I do think there is, it is more of a basketball town than it was, like, five years ago.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. And, and to our point earlier about getting to know the players a little bit more and they're a little bit more out in the open and, and easily accessible. Like I think a town like Cleveland would love that being able to see the, the players out and about and they're involved and they're not quite so behind a barrier where you don't feel like you see them out and, and doing things. I think that would just be really fun. I think people would really get behind that.
0: Just send them to one Browns training camp and it's, it's a lock.
2: <laughs> exactly. just like baker
0: ha- jerseys? yeah baker like have one in a baker jersey one in a miles jersey and then like that The or before the debut season like get them to a bronze game like december and have them like in the dog pound for like 10 minutes and you're you're selling out tickets 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. like it's just just the the elite pandering of of catering to the most rabid fan base even if the calves are like growing at that the bronze are obviously the, the most rabid Anyways, you could do it so well i I would love it, and I don't know what the other city you would do to kind of like get two in there but i I would love it I just think it would it would give me something frankly more to do all year um and it would give me something more interesting to cover than kind of the brick walls you'd hit and you know again, I don't know like what this would look like, but like think upper could afford it
2: that's the other thing about yeah, yeah, we've done all these other kind of smaller teams and other sports like i think I think that you could slot this in there easily and it and they would be uh. I don't know if I want to say more private, but I, I think they'd pick up a following really, really quickly.
0: No, sh- Monsters games, from what I understand, are fun, but I don't like ever hear them like talked about. And I think you get to a point where the Rockers are like actually talked about a little bit more.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're a professional team. And you would get, I, I think if, you know, when you were good, you'd get some of the, like you said, the 923, the, the, the radio kind of coverage and stuff because anytime the team's good on a professional level, you're going to get some of that. Mm
0: hmm. And at some point people can know, like, can, can, there's only so much like Dolan's or don't spend money talk that I can, you can take in the summer, you know, like,
2: <laughs> right.
0: is, as, as I know you're as you're, you were, you were well versed in the Dolan wars of, of Cleveland sports tour. Um, but now I've I'm,
2: suffered many a wound in the Dolan wars.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's tough time, tough time for, for all us, including Mike Clevenger, just not doing not, not, not doing good shit right now. Mike, what are you doing? No, no, tough look, tough look for, for the, for baseball right now. But, um, I can guarantee you they would. I would hope that we, WNBA has not violated the bubble. Baseball violated every single like guideline that they had in place. So there you go. Yeah, that's, it's not that's very my encouraging. case. No, not encouraging at all. But Nam, um, thanks for coming on. Um, if people aren't following on Twitter, it's at Sports Nom. They should give you a follow and um, you know, tweet you. What 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 is like uh should what should they tweet you their favorite song on folklore? Like what should they do?
2: <laughs> they should do the opposite of that. Okay. Uh, I think they should all tune into the next storm game. Tweet me and, and troll me the whole time.
0: Yeah, we should. Uh, I think what we'll do is, if anyone's interested, tweet Nam, tweet me, and we will do like a little like a live tweet of a storm game coming up. And That'd be really, fun. Yeah, let's do it. People, fun. people will watch Jordan Canada and be like, "Oh, it's like watching. It's it's not watching Kyrie, but it's the closest experience I think you can get to watching like a really fun young Kyrie is watching
2: Jordan Canada." Yeah, that kind of energy, like when he first popped up, like that energy was like, "Oh, this is yeah. fun."
0: Yeah, it's great. I'll link the, if you haven't seen, I will link below the video of her throwing that bounce pass uh, so people can check that out. But Nam, thanks so much, man.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.